0: This is On The
1: Grid, powered by theracetalk.com, on mypodcasthouse.com. G'day, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On The Grid, live from Bathurst 2019. It is our qualifying episode. Richard Crow Mark Walker with me, boys. We have just seen the lap of... is Is there anything better than the gods?
2: No, I don't think it needs a tag. It was brilliant. we will see the best lap of ever in Bathurst. Boys, with, with the changes coming, it could be the fastest ever supercar lap. Well, it is the fastest ever supercar lap at Bathurst, but it could remain that way in perpetuity for a long time yeah. for this race because they're going to pull horsepower out of the cars. They're going to pull aero out of the cars. They won't go that fast again. Um, at least not for a very, very, very long time. So amazing effort. We, we shivered through that. The conditions were frigid, to say the best. We're up at the chase for the annual uh, the talk.com AGM Terrific atmosphere up there. And it builds and builds as shootouts do. Bit of a lull in the middle. The Bray Jones cars didn't improve. Frosty didn't go real quick. Van Gisbergen and Winkup looked fast, but actually, relative to everyone else, weren't that quick. And then uh, old old Mr. second just rolls out at the end and jams the thing on pole, as he always does, Mark Walker. Cam
1: Waters was impressive too, Mark.
3: Yeah, I mean, Cam Waters was very good. I mean, we've got two Tickford cars up there, second and third, three Mustangs to head the field away. But parry-wise, there didn't seem much in it. The Holdens did have some sniff down the straights, as did the, the Mustangs. So, very little in it. Well,
2: the interesting thing, Shane Van Gisbergen's lap was okay. It was a 204.11, two-tenths slower than Winkup. But he was fastest of anybody in the final sector. We were watching directly opposite the point where they whacked the brakes on the run up the hill into the chase. And he was comfortably five or ten metres later than anybody up until the point that McLaughlin came out. So, clearly, there's some performance in those Red Bull cars. and pretty decent effort. That's the fastest wing cup's ever been ran here, too. First time he's been in the threes. Um, so, from a, a parity perspective, I mean, Mostert at a 3.7, wink up at a 3.9. There's nothing in it over a lap, is there?
1: No, there definitely isn't. And, and one of the things I think you mentioned it on uh, on social media, Richard, was the fact that how late they were breaking into yeah, the Yeah, I mean,
2: I've never seen a supercar carry that much speed. I mean, they were, they've been flat through the kink. Before, But just how late they're carrying their speed and getting on the brakes, it's close to being a GT car there and they've got so much more aero. So yeah, pretty spectacularly quick and great atmosphere there to watch. Mostert's lap was really impressive. He was the second last out, uh, a 3.78. But it just is... I don't have the stats on. I will work them out but what the average pole margin this year must be four tenths of a second yeah. for Scotty, surely and um, he's done it again.
3: But it looked easy. It looked smooth. Yeah. It looked in control. The, the two Red Bull cars they were ragging Well, Mostert were...
2: Moster was almost in the fence at yep. the top of the hill wasn't
3: he? So, I mean, that's just a, a measure of how good he's going. I mean, the, the fact that he can just go out there it was cold. Like, there was nothing well, in the track. Cold. I mean, yep. What could he have done had the conditions been better? Not even perfect, just better. Could he have done it too?
1: Yeah. Well, he, but the, and the funny thing about it was Andrew Jones actually said on the uh, on the screen, the big screen commentary, that the colder weather suits Bathurst for a faster time than the hotter weather. There seems to be some sort of weird yeah, reaction but, to but, the track and heat.
2: Yeah, but cold ambient. But and and this place isn't good when it's really hot though. But that track would have been as cold as it's been yeah. all week outside of the rain yeah. yesterday. So if you put ten extra degrees of track temp in that. Oh, I reckon you're doing two nines, yeah. surely. Yeah, I mean, you have to be. Look how quick they were in practice the other day. You had a whole group of them in the in the mid-threes, and McLaughlin just wanders around in the fours. So, yeah, just just cool stuff. So, good stories in that. Anton De Pasquale improves a couple of spots. Yep. So, he was first out, having been 10th in regular qualifying. He jumps up some spots. thought Will Davidson's lap was solid. He fun, spectacular, and he got some ground as well for, for 23 reds. So, a couple of Tickford cars there. Um BJ, our cars went real fast, but we never really expected them to be, did we?
3: No. I mean, they did well to get in. Obviously, they took advantage of the conditions yesterday, and that's all you have to do. You have to play the game. But uh, they'll start up there, and, you know, you'd expect them to be capable of getting in the top six or so. I mm-hmm. mean, it's wide open. It's Bathurst. Anyone can win it. You know, it's the most important qualifying, but it's the least important yeah. at the same time, because you want to get in that top 10 shootout. out, you want the track to yourself, you want the TV airtime but at the same time, if you're last, you can still win it.
1: So are we likely to see McLaughlin go this race 0.4 of a second faster no. every than everyone?
2: No. No, of course not. Absolutely not. And it's not all down to Scotty. There's a, a Frenchman who's got a huge weight of responsibility yep. on his shoulders and he's been fast this week, but the big question, for, uh, question mark for mine is where does he line up If he's in a scrap with Garth Tander and Craig Lowndes. Two of the most successful drivers in the history of supercars racing. Where does where does he line up with that? It's a great Uh, scrap. That might force him into a mistake. It puts a huge amount of pressure on his shoulders, racing two of the best bikes in the business. And that's just the beginning of it. There are other James Moffat's another name that that pops up there. So there's some pressure on him. I reckon you see they'll give up track position early if they have to get his laps out the way. So what, sixty four odd laps, get them done. Pull him out of the car and block and drives to the finish because you've got to have him in without going alone. So
1: you start with Primo?
2: Oh, I think all the co-drivers probably start, don't they? Uh,
3: it's sort team. of been uh, chopping changing a bit. I mean, mm. Moff last year had a start, yep. but uh, that that wasn't much of a gimme. <laughs> okay, let, let's pretend for a second that Car 17 wins this thing tomorrow. Do they drag Dick Johnson up on the podium to get the team trophy?
2: Yep, I think you have oh, to. You have to. I think you have to. I think... I think Roger Penske's politically savvy enough to know that that's what the crowd would want to see. And I think Ryan's story is as well. And why wouldn't you want Dick Johnson on the Bathurst podium? The the bloke's a legend of the joint. So, yeah, I think you do, for sure.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's going to be an amazing day tomorrow before we wrap up. Dale Rogers is here as well. I'd love to get his thoughts on what he just witnessed as well. Dale, best lap you've ever seen? I know it's the fastest, but is it the best? I think in
4: those conditions it was the best. Uh, you know, we thought that mid twos would absolutely kill it, and he just comes out and does a three-three, um, you know, which is extraordinary. So um, he's here to win this race. You know, this is not a championship round for him; huh? this is a Bathurst win, and he's showing it. Every session he t- goes out in the track, the car looks sensational. He was committed, and yep, I don't think you're going to see much better than that.
1: No, I don't think you are either. And Richard Crowell, congratulations well, to you. We should would run. Would you through. like me to blow you? <laughs> <laughs> Be careful how did you stop me short there Would you like me to blow your trumpet? This is a G-rated podcast It is, no, no it wasn't going there show. You stopped me short uh, You picked a 20332 Yeah, I got within our... point zero .05 and In the super
2: Superchip Auto Bathurst 1000 predictor Brought to you by Truck Assist um, Yeah, I'm pretty chuffed with that I'm not going to lie to you yeah. It was decent Yeah um, Second in that predictor was you. So yeah, you first of no, the least. Yeah. So you you picked a 3.45. Jack Perkins with a 3.6 and LeBrock with a 3.7. So there were a couple of us that tipped that. Gary O'Brien tipped a 2.0189. No, he uh, well, was a little bit out of the ballpark no there. What a action's great. Um, the coveted pole position, nine of the ten tipsters. Tips got McLaughlin. So we're all on the money there. Yeah. Uh, Gary O'Brien tipped Shane Beggisbergen. Let down yeah, by no, the Flying no Kiwi. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a bit chuffed. <laughs> I said so you should be. Oh, I did. More Arsenal
5: class, Chebecs.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's have a listen to what uh, Scott McLaughlin and everyone else had to say at the post-Top 10 Shootout press conference.
5: Wow, We've uh, seen quite a bit today, haven't we, at the mountain, and it's finished in style once again. Big smile on your face, Scotty. Well done. Another classic <laughs> Bathurst lap from you. And uh, you've had a, a chance to digest it a little bit now. How are you feeling now some 30 minutes later?
6: Yeah, look... Um obviously stoked you know we we have had a great car since the get-go and um you know the you know the the wheel work is 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 easy when when you know you have a great team and great car and 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 the data behind it to you know learn where you've gone wrong and learn where you can improve and um certainly probably left a little bit on the table in practice just probably being safe a little bit knew where i could go a little bit faster and when Chaz did that three seven um knew that the track grip was there and we could have a a bit of a crack and because um, I actually thought, you know, the track had lost on grip um, since, you know, Cam did an awesome lap at the start, but obviously not. So, um, you know, I basically uh, just have, had a crack, especially across the top, where I was probably a little bit soft in practice and, um, yeah,
5: and just yeah, it held on really well. Uh, Jamie called it the aero era the other day and said that uh, maybe these cars will get slowed down. That could be soon, we don't know, but... Would you be cool with that being the quickest lap ever with a supercar around here?
6: Oh, it's, it's you know, we, we all try and go the fastest we can with whatever we have. Um, whether it stays like that for ages, um, whether, whether it doesn't, I don't really care. I just want to know that on the day that I'm, you know, the fastest and, you know, we've got the, you know, best possible position to start the great race tomorrow and, um, you know, it means nothing for tomorrow because 161 laps, everyone knows that. Um, there's a fair quote coming out. It's 10 years since one's won it from pole, so... You know, we'll just have to, you know, get on with it and just um use our position and uh, see how we go. Uh
5: smoking it in the championship, smoking it in the record books and polls, but if you don't win Bathurst tomorrow, is this year going to be a sore point? Oh, not really. I look, what will be
6: will be. i that's
5: what I've come into it with. I've I've just
6: you know, try to enjoy the week as much as I can. Um yeah, you know, I firmly believe my mum says, you know, it's, it's, it's like Christmas, but just not everybody gets a present. And I'm just going to wake up tomorrow <laughs> like it's
5: Christmas, be excited for it, and just get after it like everyone else will. All right. I'll grab a few words off uh, Alex here as well. What was that like from the from the pit bunker, Alex?
7: Exciting? Yeah, of course, yeah, it was always exciting, yeah, looking at uh, Scott, yeah, driving uh, uh, top 10, uh, especially the, was the last one, yeah, so, I mean, everyone was really excited, yeah, uh, Ludo, Richard, yeah, all the guys, yeah, Roger was really excited, Jonathan, and uh, Fab, yeah, Tony, and... Uh, yeah, The whole crew, yeah, basically, yeah, but... No, that was, that, was, that was amazing, yeah, I mean, sector one has been pretty amazing, yeah, purple, and the second one even purple again, so... No, that, that was good, yeah, I mean, uh, but, you know, like, it's 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 a good feeling today but yeah let's uh... try to do uh... the best yeah, for tomorrow. try to to bring the the cup uh... in uh, in america and that would be the best you've been close as well and you've been in the right car maybe on the wrong day not had the luck go your way how do you feel about tomorrow and the, and the job at hand yeah well i mean it's about uh... uh... being the right car the right team the right teammate and uh... i mean i've been yeah, to a lot of races like le mans and things like this yeah you can have the best Best things possible. Yeah, you just need to make it right, uh, the right execution. Uh, I think yeah, we have everything uh, in our package uh, to to deliver the the best. And uh, we'll see tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow it's a new day, and uh, for sure I think yeah, we, we can grab the win. I think it's a fair comment.
5: You're in the best car to be in tomorrow. What's the biggest risk for you tomorrow in this race? What's the one thing
7: that could take it away from your team? I mean, it's uh, always about speculation and and things like this. Yeah, so. We will do the job. That's it. Okay. Let's go to Chaz.
5: Your fastest lap just about here around this place. You, you did a, a really quick lap earlier in the weekend as well, but that was a ripping lap. And then to have someone go four tenths quicker, what's, the, what's that experience like?
4: Yeah, for, for me, my lap was, was tapped. I mean, it's fast as I've ever taken a supercar across the top, and uh, I left nothing on the table. So, um, yeah, stoked with the front row start. But, uh, yeah, the, the guy next to me, he's been impressive all year and um, yet again smashed us again. Race pace? How's it
5: looking for the Mustang? Your Mustang?
4: Um, look, I, I felt like we've made a lot of inroads with our car this weekend. It definitely, for me, didn't roll out the best in the, in the first practice, but you know, it was great having Moffs feedback, um, working through the co-driver sessions, having similar feedback, and I think that's really given us a, a helping hand this weekend, trying to tune the car around to, to qualifying where we did today. So, um, you know, I, I'm reasonably happy with my car. I don't know if it's the fastest car out there. We're obviously a little bit behind in qualifying in the top 10 there. but. Um, saying that it's it's a comfy car to drive. It's um, it's not scary like it was when it first rolled out in practice. So um, this place, 161 laps, anything can happen. And I, I'm a big believer. You need you need the comfort under. You You don't want to be have a super fast car and be nervous around here. You, you want something that you know you can back up lap after lap. And it might not be the fastest, but at least it's the safest. Can you beat them tomorrow? Uh, mate, I started last on the grid and won this race in 14. So. I think anyone can beat them tomorrow. It's just um, the way the race goes. Cam,
5: a quick word from you. Uh, obviously, race pace is going to be pretty quick. What what sort of race are you expecting tomorrow? I asked Scotty that one in New Zealand. What kind of race do you think we'll see tomorrow?
8: Um, I think it's going to be a pretty quick race. It's going to be a sprint race, I think. So, um, And then it's whoever doesn't make any mistakes. So usually we have sandown, which everyone makes their mistakes in and sorts it out for Bathurst. We don't have that now, so... Um, Probably be a bit accident-prone and, and safety car-prone, I think.
5: Is the six sorted? It's been uh, a gremlin-filled weekend so far.
8: Yeah, I've had kind of three issues, so things come in three, hopefully, and, um, yeah, they're all good. So today the, the car ran perfect um, after kind of practice. So, um, yeah, I'm happy with it. The car's comfy to drive. Um, our race pace has, seems to be pretty good, and um, yeah, it's a long way around this joint, so, um, yeah, nothing can happen. Yes, it is. All right, let's uh, go to
5: the
1: journalists. Scotty, point four ahead. Uh, you've been pretty much that throughout the year when it comes to polls. You've had good gaps between you and the next car. How much of that point four, whatever it might be, how much of that is you? How much of that's the car? How much of that is the team? That's the first part of the question. I'll ask you another one, Tick. Look, I, I've,
6: I'm confident in my ability. I think we've all got a pretty massive ego. We have to be as motorsport drivers, and I believe that you know, I'm, if, I've got, if I've got the car and you know I've got the team, I can I can put the thing on pole or, or be close to it. Um, but I understand that it's really up to me. There's ten blokes or so, and seven blokes normally that put the car together, and and there's one bloke me that goes out there and tries to uh, get the you know, ring the living hell out of it and, um, you know, I feel like I I try to do that better than anyone more often than not and I've just got that mentality where I, I you know, I know I can do that.
1: And you mentioned mentality. Take us through your mental development this year and how much you've changed in regards to your thinking and your driving.
6: Yeah, I just probably, um, compared to myself, probably 18 months ago or so, I feel, you know, I just believe in my own ability a lot more and, and um, you know, just uh, you try and I know I can do these things. I know I can and and win races. You know when I when I have a car at the front. Where you know back in the day I probably was more worried about the start and get off the line and with the first part of the race than you know actually executing throughout the whole race. And um, you know certainly ch- turned that around the last
7: few years.
9: Ah, uh, Scotty, your car's quick one lap. We've seen that today. Four tenths. What sort of race pace advantage do you think you might have? Oh, I, I don't know. I haven't actually looked at the.
6: The runs that people have done especially today but like we've been solid all um all week without much drop off so um i think you know I'm, we won't know till tomorrow race pace wise but i you know i'm confident with my car like Chad said you want a car that's comfortable and you can do it consistently and we certainly have that as well so i think um you know it's a, who knows till tomorrow
4: just to come back to chad's point from before i mean there's if we're going to have a bit less grunt a bit less aero next year is it the question to the three primary drivers: Is that lap going to stand for a long time, or can it be beaten?
6: I'd say so. Oh, well, if you take grip away and less engine power, it's obviously going to, to go slow.
4: Yeah, I, I think it's slightly disappointing for me. Probably a bit like James J. Dubs' comments recently. You know, it's uh, you know last year I was lucky or well, unlucky not to get in the top ten, but I went and watched the top ten as as a fan at the top of the hill and as a as a fan on the fence you want to see cars going faster and faster every year records getting broken you know to see scotty's lap today it's pretty impressive you know it's uh you know you talk to scafee on the line when you, you're on your cool down lap and say that's the fastest ever sector across across the top we're not going to quite have that anymore it's it will be probably slightly boring when it comes to qualifying top tens and, and stuff like that
0: all of you guys but particularly the Primary drivers for want of a better term. Obviously you all think you can win,
5: but is each of you confident enough to go into the race tomorrow thinking that you actually will win. That's
6: Bathurst. You can't you can't think like that. Oh well, you can if you want, but I've I've certainly gone in with the fastest car before and come out with donuts.
8: Yeah, so I guess my perspective on it is it's Bathurst anything can happen, Chaz one from 26 doesn't really matter if you've got the fastest car or the slowest car you just got to be there at the end um, you can see my car had little issues across the weekend, just a little issue puts you out, so all you can do is concentrate on making sure you've got a fast race car, um, you're comfortable in the car and the crew aren't making any mistakes and it is what it
4: is Moth uh, agreed <laughs> <laughs> i
0: uh, have just got right, to right. right, off. Yeah. <laughs> Scotty, when we saw Murph slap the lap of the gods, we saw a remarkable reaction in pit lane. People lined pit lane, clapped him, did all those things. What we saw today was probably one of the most remarkable things many of us who have been here for many years saw, but it was that there wasn't that reaction. It was almost like it's become expected because of the season you've had, and if that's the case, does that put putting extra pressure on you as a... Uh,
6: no, no one else puts more pressure on myself than me. Um, I, I was pretty chuffed by the reaction across the top. You know, after the lap, it was obviously slow down and look after fuel and the temps and all that sort of stuff. And it was pretty amazing. Like there was basically everyone on their feet and all that sort of stuff, which was really cool. So hopefully we get that last lap tomorrow or something like that. That'd be pretty decent. But um, you know, it's uh, yeah, like, yeah. I, I put no one puts out any more pressure on myself than me.
9: Of the co-drivers, who of you are going to have a sleepless night, knowing you're going to start tomorrow? Off.
0: I started last year, so it's Chaz's turn this year. <laughs> I'll sleep just fine <laughs> with my eyes closed. <laughs> you do that with your
6: eyes
9: closed. Not bad.
7: Uh, uh, yeah. No chance of you starting.
9: Oh, who knows? I don't know. I just went straight to dinner after the lap. That was it. Yeah. Oh, who knows? We've still got the warm up. Baffus froze weather. Who knows? Is it meant to rain tomorrow? Forecast is good. Huh? It's, it's good. good. Are
8: you going to sleep?
9: Yeah, I'll go to sleep.
8: <laughs> Final <laughs> question. Tell him in the morning then. Uh, for all the uh, co-drivers, given that you guys are heading into this round without the Sandown 500, obviously that's been talked about a lot. But with the record pace that's been shown this weekend. Do you feel like there's even more pressure to perform, especially given that you might be racing up against some of the main drivers who are getting down to you know low fours in qualifying?
5: Let's start with Moth on that one.
0: Uh, I think in reality there's always pressure to perform, so um, it's no different whether we add Sandown as a lead-up race or not. Um, but yeah, you know, fortunately, hopefully, uh, you can play on your experience. You know, particularly Mark. Well, all three of us are. are have a fair bit of experience um, behind ourselves so uh, it's not something that I'm really giving too much consideration. We know what the job is at at hand and uh, we've been building up to it all weekend and uh, we're starting on the front row so we've given ourselves a pretty good opportunity Um, and we'll just go out there and do the very best we can, execute as well as we can and see where we shake up at the end of the day.
5: Alex, for you, any extra pressure not
7: having done Sandown? you feel any different not having done stand-down? No, not really. I mean, uh, we know <coughs> exactly what we are here for. Uh, I mean, the, for sure the expectation is high, but, yeah, this is why we are here. Uh, this is why we are here by, yeah, good constructors and good teams. And I think, yeah, uh, more for Caruso, yeah, the good drivers, yeah, <coughs> they, they know what to do. And I think we will be, like, very uh, similar driving. We will be really fair even if it's, for sure, uh, <coughs> our first race here yeah, for the Enduro Cup. But, I mean, yeah, we we, we will deliver the job, yeah, for every team, and uh, we know that's that's the big race, so even at the start, I mean, after like 20 laps or 30 laps, if we have to give a place or whatever, I mean, the race is long, yeah, we have to finish the line at 161, yeah, so it's not like you have to win the race after uh, 90 laps or something like this, so, yeah, we know what to do, I mean. I know that, yeah, the drivers have been driving a lot, yeah, this year doing some racecraft and things like this, yeah, so as far as you're pretty warm, yeah, it would be good. Yeah. I'll reshape it slightly for you, Michael. Do you wish that you had
9: Sandown before Bathurst? Oh, I think we all do. I mean, I'm not surprised to see that next year the 500 is before the 1,000. I don't think anybody is. I mean, it's history. I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed that we're losing it to the Sandown itself because... Again, much like what this event is built on. Um, we all grew up as kids watching Sandown 500, and I think it's important our category as a form guide leading into the biggest event of the year for what this event is. You know, it's a co driver and main driver race and the team. So um, I think uh, from an entertainment point of view and in a storytelling point of view, it's, it's important to have those aspects in our category.
1: All right, interesting comments from the drivers there. Scott McLaughlin, pretty proud of what he has achieved. Uh, an early pick, boys, for tomorrow.
2: Ah, oh, well, I'm going to go what I tipped in the in the racetalk.com's Bathurst prediction. I picked car 17. I have no reason to believe that they aren't the, the strongest chance to win it. Fastest car, yep. Best driver in one of them, for sure. Uh, and I think, I think Alex Primat does the job. I really do. I think mm. they win it.
1: Don't.
4: Uh, yeah, you can't go past 17, but I've got to say, I think it's going to be a Ford Mustang if it's not 17. I mean, they are dominant at the front of the pack, and uh, uh, I did pick uh, 17 in the racetalk.com poll, but I actually put a question mark over the co-driver, which I might withdraw now. All right, fair enough.
1: Mark?
3: Yeah, I've still got the question mark over the co-driver because tomorrow's race day, tomorrow's payday. Um, oh, I, I honestly don't know. Maybe, maybe Moff and Chaz. Why not? Yeah. You pick
2: Wink-Up Lowndes in the yeah, preview. Yeah, they, can still, off
3: they can still do it. No,
1: of course they can.
2: Craig Lands is not that car.
1: Exactly. I don't yeah. know what I picked in the preview. Let me have a look. They, they, I mean, uh, oh, there it is. Yeah, Wink-Up and Lowndes as well.
2: They yeah. could be upside down at the chase on lap one and still win it. That's I mean, any car with Craig Lands in it, a real shot at this race. It's going to be good, boys. It's a great it race. Ripper crowd here today. Um, Friday TV ratings look really decent. Uh, I'm sure the shootout will be the same. and Tomorrow's the best day in the sport all year. A quarter
1: past the hour, we will be uploading a podcast every hour right throughout the big race tomorrow. So make sure if uh, you're not near a TV and you want to find out what is exactly happening, tune in to On The Grid throughout the week, and uh, throughout the day, I should say, and our uh, Bathurst special. Thanks for joining us the last few days. Race day tomorrow. Look forward to bringing to you thanks to theracetalk.com. Of course, we are powered by them and also truck assist. This is On The Grid right here on mypodcasthouse.com.